Hello and welcome to the DJ Force 10 in Conversation podcast, episode 139. Uh, my guest on this show today, something to look forward to, which is Trevor, the frontman from the band The Black Dahlia Murder. They have just released their brand new album, Verminous, um, and it is out now. So go stream it, buy it. They've got plenty of different versions of it, uh, even a Dungeons and Dragons like RPG version, which is absolute insanity. But we do talk about that in the show, along with the vinyl um uh, releases that they've got as well which is uh, again fantastic range of stuff on there uh, but i'm not going to uh, spoil anything else for you uh quick shout out to uh, north lane interview yesterday uh great response uh had some contact with people um talking about uh they loved hearing about the uh, mental health aspect side of things um and uh yeah that that sort of like it helped them uh which is great it's 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 one of those things where you know you can relate to so many people on so many levels and it, it can take years for it to be um, diagnosed or even realized um, that that is what is going on with your health um, so yeah um, thank you to those people and uh, yeah please continue listening um, these shows are um, here for you guys so um, please do um, quick uh, another quick sort of like uh, plea if you will uh, reviews um, rating stuff like that if you could do that follow me on spotify um which is a great little thing on there. If you if you're a Spotify user, you can actually follow the podcast, um, and it updates you whenever there's a new one available. And obviously, I've been releasing them daily, so you probably get daily updates from from me from there. Uh, but obviously, once things go back to some kind of normality, this won't be an everyday thing. But right now, it's it's one of the things keeping me occupied, and uh, hopefully, keeping you guys occupied as well, which is great. Um, but without much further ado, I am going to leave you in the capable hands of myself and Trevor for this interview. Enjoy. I'd like to welcome to my show, uh, Trevor. He's the front man from the Black Dahlia Murder. Welcome. Hey, man. Thanks for having me today. I appreciate it. Absolutely. Like I said before, absolutely my pleasure, man. Um, it's, it's actually great speaking to you. I'm a bit of a fan of your band for... Ooh... I don't want to say how many years, but quite a while. And, uh, oh, thank you. That's <laughs> so, awesome. So actually having the, 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 the sort of like position to actually like speak to, to speak to you guys is absolutely great. So, um, But yeah, we're here to talk about your, um, your latest album. Uh, verminous, verminous. Is that pronounced correctly? Yep. Yep. Right. Cool. I got that right. Fantastic. Um, <laughs> uh, which came out about a month ago now, as we're speaking. Um, and yeah, I mean, it's a it's a beast of an album. Um, I got to tell you that straight off the bat. Um, when when I got sent the the the, the teaser track, if you're the title track, uh, back in February, I was very much looking forward to hearing the whole album. Um. And I wasn't disappointed. Uh, you'd probably be glad to hear. Awesome, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> um, sorry, it's not it's not all ass kissing at this point. Uh, but I just wanted to like it, it's. I absolutely love it. I love uh, like how very dead that track. That was really good. Um, there's a few other sort of beasts on that on that album, the whole the whole fucking album to be honest with you um but yeah i just want to see like how's that been with you guys because obviously it kind of came out around this whole global uh shitstorm we're in right now um how's that been for you sort of like obviously you've, you've released a few albums in the past um how have you adapted to the sort of like uh promotional side of things um honestly you know if we're all going to be trapped inside for a year like the best thing you could do is have a new album coming out during it. Oh yeah. You know, like 
we still have tons of content coming down the pipes and you know we could have got caught at the end of a record cycle with nothing new to offer mm. during this time you know so honestly like i think this is the best way it could have played out and um you know it's giving giving fans something to look forward to something something to occupy them during all this you know boring downtime uh-huh. <laughs> uh you know, the speed of life is at like zero right now. So if, you know, you drop an album and, and there's nothing else to do but listen to it, I think that's kind of like a, a good situation to be in. So um, and there's still tons of press that we've been able to do, you know, like over the Internet, thankfully. Yeah. Um, and, you know, like I think a lot of publications are just, you know, looking for something to do, too. So we did like an extra like big push as far as press went. And uh, yeah. uh, so. You know, at first it was like, yeah, this is a real bummer to not be out on tour. You know, obviously we could have sold more records the first week if we were out on tour. And, uh, you know, the record stores were also closed during the first week. Yeah. But um, we still managed to hit the charts really hard. Um, really thankful for all the fans showing up and rallying behind us. And uh, so, um, yeah, I'm satisfied with this. I'm, I'm happy that we didn't wait to put it out like a lot of bands did. You know, we, yeah. we got in just the vinyl plants were shutting down and we just skated under that pretty much I was, so i was gonna uh, ask because yeah. you, you you released well i just put in my notes all the vinyl um <laughs> the amount of different versions that you released the different colors the 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 limited runs of stuff that was amazing like when i saw that i was just like oh my god which one do i want to get because I'm a, I'm a big vinyl head so you know it's like which one you know, um, oh, that's cool. You know, if we can um, appeal to you like that, that's the goal, really. You know, it's hard to get people to buy physical copies of anything anymore. So, mm. you know, we're trying to like be fan forward and think about what the fans want and be creative with our uh, pre-order stuff. You know what I mean? And I think that we definitely hit that on the head this time between like doing the Dungeons and Dragons expansion, having the slime-filled vinyl too. You know, yeah, yeah. it just was. It created a lot of excitement for the pre-order, and um, that's exactly what you want, you know? No, that is. I mean, like I said, when I, when I just literally in my notes, it's just like all the vinyl versions. That is literally what I've put. But it was just like, it was amazing when I, like, looking at it, and I'm just sort of like, which one's, you know, which one which one do I get? Which one am I likely to get? Because you did, like, obviously limited runs and stuff, and, um, you know, and, and also the, the Dungeons & Dragons, like, um, edition, which... Again, that's 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 brilliant. Again, I'm, I'm just I'm just kissing your ass completely in here. But it was just like because I'm I'm a I'm I'm like you know I'm a I'm, I'm a geek and nerd or whatever you want to call it. I play D and D with my kids at the moment because we're doing that during this downtime. Um, but yeah, what was the sort of like you know what was the? I guess that was received quite well on that front because I can't see it for sale anywhere. Um, uh, well, it, it's something that we kind of like flirted with with a couple of different albums now and it started at set and like a die cut um dungeon master screen uh then when i brought it up again this year for like you know when we were trying to brainstorm ideas for the mm-hmm. album our merch guy kareem he uh runs night shift merch our merch company and he's been like a long time friend of the band and he used to be our tour manager for several years so okay you know, he's somebody that we're really really tight with but he was like oh man let's take it even further let's like have a uh, one-off adventure written around the themes of the album and the artwork and stuff and yeah that was it man that was definitely an awesome idea we got uh you know we collaborated with some great artists and 
we uh, tapped Nerdgore for the art, and Dungeon Punks wrote the uh, the whole like script and everything. Nice. And uh, there's definitely some like some metal nods kind of like woven into the fabric of the language there, and you know it's definitely uh, got some tongue in cheek aspects like tucked <laughs> in there for the metal. And uh, yeah, but role playing is like. Uh, was so so huge in my early life and it definitely led me to being curious about metal because i used to like cruise the metal record store as a young kid and kind of check out all the artwork and you know i was like man they got skeleton music out there dude you know they got <laughs> dragon music <laughs> you know that's amazing no I, I absolutely love that that totally like it totally speaks to me on that level as well like just like i if like if i was in that i would have loved to have done something like that that's uh, yeah that's great um talking about like the sort of like adventure that you've like the the, the guys put together and you so it sort of goes on the theme of the album or themes of the songs um i was wondering if we could take us through a couple of that does the does the album have um is it like a continuous story or is each track kind of um its own um entity if you will um I mean, it's not really a concept record per are a couple songs that kind of like retread the uh, really, which is like that, uh, that death metal is like this hidden world. And uh, we are the rats and roaches and undesirable critters that are spreading that plague of, of knowledge, basically. Mm. And uh, it's, it's definitely talked about in the song Verminous and it's circled back to Sunless Empire, which talks about um it draws it's like metaphors between like the underground scene and the underground kind of world like this sewer world that i uh um kind of tried to depict with the album artwork too yeah but um for, uh, otherwise i mean it's just like a kind of a grab bag of different different stuff different ideas uh there's a a vampire song you know very typical for black dahlia murder song uh <laughs> um there's a song about being Involved alive uh that's how very dead yeah um the werewolves feast is about uh at night and uh that kind of, that came on in an interesting way uh we were just kind of joking around backstage and we were in europe and we were playing some shows with this band vervum oh yeah and we were like you know doing, doing goofy accents and we're like yeah man werewolves up next and <laughs> then uh our drummer was like, "Wereworm," and I was like, "That's uh, kind of cool. Maybe I should think about that and just kind of like filed it away for, you know, yeah, to work on." But uh, pretty cool how that came together. Nice. But um, yeah, it's it's a mixed bag. Definitely uh, got a lot of horror elements. As Dahlia Record does, um, you know, I there's a song about um, Jack the Ripper. You know, which is a uh, pretty uh, cliche in metal if you look at it one way. But you know, I just like tradition. I like kind of like looking back to what's been done in classic metal and mm. kind of trying to tap into that and you know what we do with our themes and artwork you know i feel like i'm staying the course and and hoping it will get into the band and be excited about the same into metal you know yeah yeah no totally totally and i i love all that sort of stuff and um yeah the, the sort of like general sort of like history like sort of like within the sort of metal um echelon really there's there's quite a few like obviously being from england you, we kind of have a few of those here like you say jack the ripper um but no i love that kind of like storytelling uh in in whatever kind of genre music and you guys do it in a sort of very kind of like um what kind of, I, I don't know genre lies you guys but in, in an aggressive manner um and it's it's um yeah it's 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 great like because sometimes with like bands like yourselves a lot of like 
the um content can be kind of uh simplistic and uh kind of you know um not not I don't want to say not intelligent, but you, you get what I mean. It's very, I'll just go with simplistic. <laughs> no, I feel like to approach it the way that I do, um, you know, I try to like give more love. You know, I try to like of like what happens in the song and make the storyline match every moment of it, you know? And mm. uh, so when the music climaxes, the story does as well. And, you know, it's a tricky format to write to write a story to like and written kind of, you know, with yeah. the, with the, with the music, but, uh, it's a challenge, you know, it's something that I enjoy. I really enjoy writing for the people take the time out to investigate my lyrics and stuff. And, you know, it means a lot. No, that's really good. It's, it's really good. Cause that's what, that's what kind of drew me, drew me to you guys as well. It was like, I was, I was into my very much my sort of like hardcore, um, and sort of elements of sort of black metal and stuff like that. And sort of like groove metal, metal whatever genres were sort of, you know, there and abouts. But, um, no, you guys with your kind of like, I've always loved bands that can tell stories in their songs. So I've always loved stuff like, for instance, Iron Maiden, um, to go for a sort of like a stereotypical one, if you will. Um, but you guys took that sort of like really kind of aggressive genre and made it like, you know, have have those stories within your lyrics. Because I, I do read lyrics if I really like the songs and stuff or I want to investigate further. And uh, yeah, no, it's really good that you guys can do it in that style. It's a, it's a lot of orbs. Like I saw how like their songs were kind of like a story or comic strip. It felt like, you know, like a three-minute comic strip. Yeah. And uh, that had a big impact on me. I really liked that that approach. Cool, cool. So um, what are you guys, have you got any sort of like, um, I don't know, a lot of bands are kind of making plans to sort of post this, post the pandemic sort of thing. Are you, have you guys set anything in place? Obviously you had to cancel a tour. You had to sort of like, you know, adapt and evolve. But have you guys put anything, like penciled anything in for like, later this year or maybe even next year uh we uh, we were a lot more optimistic a month ago and uh <laughs> we lost the testament tour obviously that was the one we were supposed to have just done yes so we were like thinking ahead we were like all right well we'll of the states uh for the uh, you know we started we assembled the lineup we had like a rough routing already but um you know we had plans to be in uh europe in the winter yep um that's not looking great either. So I don't think we're going to really solidify anything until we know more. You yeah. know what I mean? I think we'll just be like kind of re- wasting resources and kind of getting excited about nothing really. Yeah. But uh, definitely a bummer, you know, like one of the bad parts about this is that, uh, yeah, we can't really um, push the new record with that angle. You know what I mean? Usually yeah. we're on tour, like, you know, just incessantly. So um it definitely hurts in that regard uh definitely um a financial blow to all of us to lose uh especially that testament tour that was going to be like the biggest tour we'd ever done here mm. in the states you know what i mean and yeah very high profile uh but you know we're just trying to stay optimistic and you know people are receiving the album very well and uh, yeah we're just trying to like to kind of stay omnipresent on social media right now and do as many like opportunities to go along and what have you. And, mm. uh, I've been on Twitch too, you know, trying to, uh, entertain the fans and, uh, you know, kind of keep the new album in the, in the front of their minds by just being kind of omnipresent and, and really from this, this angle, you know, yeah. and, uh, what's going to happen in the next few months. Um, yeah, it's hard to say, man, it's hard to say how yeah. this is going to play out. And, 
you know, we're just trying to take it else pretty much. Yeah, no, I mean, it's a pretty open-ended question that I asked you there anyway. So it was just kind of like some, some, cause some of the, I've, I've obviously being in this time, a lot of you sort of guys are at home. So I've actually sort of seized upon the opportunity to talk to a lot of you. And some of them, you know, some musicians, some bands have made plans, uh, which I think are probably going to get canceled now. Um, a couple of bands I interviewed actually postponed their album release. Uh, which was very strange considering the amount of press they had rolling up with it. Um, and they've gone and like, just, I, I, I understand why they've delayed it, but at the same time, you know, all this press they've had done. So you like on about like resources and stuff. It's like, it's a crazy amount of resource. I saw one particular band kind of like not, not throw away, but just sort of like, I don't know if that's going to capitalize. They're going to be able to capitalize on it or not. Ah, uh, yeah. I feel for all the bands that had to like interrupt their schedules and, you know, I hope that it plays out in the, the best way possible when oh, they totally. resume what they're doing. Yeah. For us, um, there was a question of whether we wanted to pull the plug. And uh, we just had too many things in motion already. Yeah. And uh, you know, it ended up being being cool anyway. So, you know, I'm happy with how this is playing out, honestly, for what we're up against you know yeah i mean it's really good i mean speaking from a sort of like music fan perspective it's been great because like the bands i have released i've because i've got the time i've actually been able to listen to a lot of music that i probably wouldn't have been able to listen to like give my full attention to i should say um because i obviously being in the position i'm in i get sent a lot of music just through the the show that you're on right now and also i dj in rock clubs and stuff in, in england so i get sent loads of stuff um but not everything gets listened to initially um if i'm perfectly honest because i get so much of it but now i'm like i'm in my well i say studio i'm in my garage um <laughs> that is decked out as a studio um but it, it you know and, and i actually like like i mean your record i would have listened to straight off the bat anyway which i did um but there's been bands that i've i've had come through or been sent to me that i probably would have listened to when it would have been a bit too late like promotion wise um but even uh-huh. even on that front even as a sort of like pleasure front on on music like in the house um you know i've got my sort of family in my house and 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 like when i'm working i've got music on when i'm in the house we've got music on you know and occasionally interrupted by the television but it, it's just sort of like having that like right now i'm getting through so much music and i'm loving it you know it's just like this is great you know i'm like oh, I, there's no purpose we're, we're, behind we're back seventh grade just like sitting in front of our stereos and there's nothing else to do and yeah you know it's a in that, in that way it's great to have a new album out for people you know what i mean they, yeah. they have a really like slow speed of life right now like i said earlier and plenty of time to focus on new music and yeah. Uh, you know, just glad we could be there to like hopefully lift people's spirits during this time. You no, know? no, it's been awesome. It's been awesome. So thank you for sort of like sticking with the release schedule and everything because. Otherwise, we wouldn't be talking so much at the moment. So, um, um, but um, I've got a couple of questions left for you, Trevor, if that's all right. Um, and I can let you get on with yeah, the rest of, of the day. Um, but yeah, um, what I want to know, these are my sort of like, these are sort of uh, specifically aimed at yourself rather than the band. Um, but what I'm after are your, um, your three top albums that kind of uh, gave you the sort of like inspiration to pick up the microphone um, or, you know, get involved in music. Uh, have to be Megadeth, Countdown to Extinction. Uh, that was like not the first metal record I heard. He realized I was a metalhead and, you know, that I was going to be bull at school and that whole thing. <laughs> um, then there was um, Suffocation, Pierce from Within. Nice. 
that was my first death metal record that I ever bought. And uh, that blew my head off for sure. And uh, Carcass, Tools of the Trade EP, that one definitely had an influence. Nice. Want to do vocally. Yeah. Having the two, the two voices, the high and low, like interplay between yeah. uh, Jeff. And when I heard that, I just thought it was so scary and, and intense. That definitely was the impetus for doing what I do with Black Dahlia. That's, that's amazing. I mean, I love Carcass. That, that EP is great. Um, but yeah, I can definitely hear the influences in your sound with that. Um, but it's, I mean, yeah, Carcass, uh, the Suffocate um, album as well. Suffocation, sorry. Um, that was a great one. And Megadeth, well, Megadeth and Megadeth, you know. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, no, no, great choices there. Great choices. I'm actually going to go back and listen to Carcass, I think, after that. I haven't listened to them for ages. Uh, since I think their last album came out a few years ago, I think I listened to that uh, recently. But yeah, I'm going to go back yeah, into their archives. That was, was really good. The... Yeah, cool. Um, and finally, uh, I think we've already touched upon most of it, but um, what what are your hobbies away from music? So when you're not like with the band or whatever, what do you do? Um, I mean, I'm I'm collecting music. I get uh, CDs in the mail almost every, every day, honestly. I buy so many albums and uh, collect physical copies. I'm sitting in a room surrounded by like, 4,000 metal CDs right now. So like, that's a big part of my looking out new band and uh, kind of staying up uh, is a big, big part of it. Uh, lots of uh, old school uh, Nintendo and uh, retro gaming. Nice. I've been, you know, kind of uh, going on Twitch lately, which has been fun. Yeah. Uh, talking metal shop with the fans and playing some old Nintendo games. And, you know, that's been fun for me. Definitely. Um, what else? Yeah, that's pretty much it, man. Yeah. I'm pretty, I'm a pretty simple. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's cool. I mean, I'm very much into my retro gaming myself. Like, um, I used to, I say, I used to own, I'd say, all the sort of like Nintendo lineup up until, um, the Wii, the first Wii, and then uh, all the Sega lineup up until the Dreamcast as well. Um, I was a collector at one point. I had like walls of games and stuff, and then I moved uh, to America and I sold it all. Uh, which uh, is one of those things where you're like i regret this now but i've i've sort of gradually started to get back into it like i've managed to pick up some of those like classic mini consoles which seems to be kind of like scratching that itch ah uh, yeah those are cool for sure yeah but um what's your favorite like is it is it the the nes is your favorite um like uh machine or do you have a a preference on your favorite retro gaming machine uh, it's definitely the NES, but I use an, an analog system, which is like uh, some boutique shit that they make in Washington. Yeah. And it, it has like actual Nintendo guts inside of it, but it's also like straight to HDMI. So it looks amazing. Oh. My heart is definitely with, with NES, but I also like Master System and I like that 16 yep. bit era of systems as well. But, uh, yeah, that's where my heart is. There's something like I'm a really nostalgic person, you know, with music yeah. and with uh, gaming and movies. And uh, it just takes me back to like being young, man, being yeah. in third grade, like, having my digital babysitter pretty much. You know? <laughs> yeah, no, I totally get that. My uh, my first uh, owned console was uh, Genesis. So I was like, that was the first one I like got for, I got like got given for Christmas. Like prior to that, my brothers had like uh, Spectrum zx sinclair spectrum stuff like that um but yeah i remember many many sort of like all-nighters playing streets of rage sonic uh going through it then owning a, a nintendo a super nintendo going through all those you know 
nights playing just Zelda and all that kind of stuff. So yeah, very very fun memories of gaming on that front. <laughs> sure, for sure. Um, what would you say? You, what would you say your like uh, favorite game was or is? Uh, really like the Castlevania series. Uh, nice. Two for Nintendo. Like people shit on it, but I, I find it to be really awesome. And uh, <laughs> Symphony, Symphony of the Night for PS One, another awesome Castlevania game. There, uh, some role playing games too, like from the early days, uh, the, the first Dragon Warrior or Dragon Quest, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Um, Shining Force series for Genesis. Nice. Uh, Fantasy Star series for Genesis. Yeah. Series for Super Nintendo were also great. Nice. No, I mean they're, they're all. Oh, it's, I'm, I'm gonna go play my um, my Mega Drive Mini. Um, <laughs> so I'm gonna go do now. Um, but no, um, no. Thank you very much for this, Trevor. That's it. That's all I've got now. Um, I want to thank you for your time. Uh, I really do appreciate it. Um, I know you guys are kind of like you know you're stuck at home or whatever, but it's I do appreciate the time you spend you know answering these questions and stuff so ah uh, no worries thanks for having me dude i really appreciate it it's been fun cool excellent well um good luck with everything hopefully once this whole shitstorm blows over and everything and you guys are, can make it back over here uh i know you're lined up for bloods or you were lined up for bloodstock i know they've postponed that by a year um but i was planning to be there so yeah hopefully we'll uh still be a part of that and uh you know the plan is to hit the ground running as soon as possible and yeah you know try, try to keep the momentum alive for this this record so totally totally well good luck with all that um and i hope you stay well and everything and uh yeah have a good rest of your day man right on dude thanks you be safe too thank you mate bye-bye take care